Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. All right, BT and Sal back on the fan. It is 102. Remember this one? Woo! This is Blurred Lines, right? Yes. The video. It's not that long ago. You should remember it. Ah. And the thing I always, every time you bring this up, I think of one thing. The video. No. Well, yes, <laughs> yes, but what? Paula Patton. Yes. Because yes. the dude who sang the song, what's his name? Alan uh, Thicke. Thick. yeah. Robin Thicke or Alan Thicke? Uh, Alan, Alan was, Thicke's son. It's Robin. Right. So Alan, right. He was married to Paula Patton. A little grown pain. Show me up. that smile. Yeah. Yeah. I remember That's that. A good one. Anyway, I love Paula Patton. Okay. Yeah, I remember that first yeah. the first time it came up. All right, Sal. Uh, we need some answers. We need somebody who's scouring film and does a great job. And this guy does about as good a job as anybody in the business, honestly. And we've got him for the next month or so. He's going to take us through the playoffs. Obviously, a lot of jet and giant issues. He's on the line now. Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice. I love Old Spice. Men have skin, too. I used to get my dad the soap on the rope uh, mm. you know, on the back of the day for Christmas. Baldy, it's BT and Sal. What's going on, bud? Guys, uh, happy New Year's. Good to be with you. Things are, uh, you know, we're getting ready to wind things down and get ready for hopefully a good postseason. Yeah, we are, and there'll be no postseason for us. And I at least want to start with that before we branch out a little bit here. Now, I've seen you, you know, draw out schematically. I think you do a great job with the O-line, the good stuff, the bad stuff. And kind of a general question, so take it wherever you want. Both O-lines stink for the Jets and the Giants. Uh, They just don't have enough horses here. From what you've seen on film, is it... Just about the players, or is there bad bad O-line coaching? Like, I think we talk about coaching quarterbacks, but nobody talks about coaching the O-line. Do the Jets or the Giants have good O-line coaching? Yeah, I think Bobby Johnson's a good coach of the Giants. Uh, You know, they lost two starters in the first week of the season. You know, the rookie center and Andrew Thomas, and they never replaced either one of those guys. I mean, they had a bunch of guys playing center. None of them could play center. So it was kind of hard to put an offensive line together without a center. And then... Finally, John Michael Schmitz got back, and they, they played a little bit better up front. Uh, and for the Jets, I, you know, they changed coaches this year. Carter's there. I mean, honestly, I don't know that they've played the same five guys uh, two weeks in a row. I know they have, but, I mean, a lot of the guys are practice squad players. I mean, they're barely NFL quality. So it's been hard. I mean, they can't keep anybody healthy on the Jets every week. I mean, Tippman goes in at right guard and gets hurt right away. Guy never missed a game at Wisconsin. Gets hurt at right guard right away. I mean, so it's just been tough. You know, Lakin Tomlinson's the only guy that's lined up and played left guard all year. Otherwise, it's just been a rotating group, and they never seem to be healthy. And it's just it's hard to evaluate anybody when you get that kind of discontinuity. Baldy, what would you do with the Jets next year? you agree with the move of running it back and bringing everybody back? 
I'm, I'm a little torn. I mean, I'm a little torn. I, you know, I can see why they would do it, and I can see why. Look, even if Aaron Rodgers comes back, and even if he gives you somehow a great season, you still need a quarterback. So do you, you, do you kind of hope and pray that he can stay healthy for 17 weeks? We've seen how quarterbacks have dropped all year long and how few have stayed healthy. Do you hope and pray that he stays healthy for most or all 17 games? And make a postseason run, and then you go. Okay, well, all right, he's forty-one. We're gonna sit here and wait till he's forty-two, or we're gonna like eventually. You got to cut the cord. You got to find a quarterback. Zach Wilson's not the guy. So when do you want to start it? You want to start it this off season, or do you want to start it maybe next year? I, that's to me, that's the decision. See, I would do both. I would draft the quarterback. You know, if if there's somebody there that you like, and I don't care what Aaron Rodgers thinks or says, you're under contract. We traded for you. Your quarterback won. Uh, we've got to get a veteran in here, whether it's like a Tyrod Taylor or Jacoby Brissett, because you can't have the same backup situation you had this year. But I've got to find a bridge for the next 10 years. And if Aaron Rodgers has a problem with me taking a quarterback in the top 10, then then Aaron Rodgers could retire. That's tough. All right. No, fair enough. Except this, I think, I mean, it's early, but I think this is the best crop of offensive tackles to come out in a long time. Hmm. Like, there's probably, I mean, it's early, but I think you might get four taken in the top 10. And everybody's going to start talking about him, you know, beginning next week. Yeah. And if you're going to pass on one of those guys that might become, I don't know, like a like a Pro Bowl anchor left tackle for a long time, Aaron Rodgers, it's only going to benefit Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. Like, it's just, yeah. like, you can't pass on these tackles. But if, if you're going to say you're going to go get the quarterback um, and pass on talent, and that's not going to make Aaron Rodgers or anybody else, you know, happy if you pass on one of these guys that becomes – you know, just a great, you know, Lane Johnson becomes Trent Williams, becomes yeah. one of these great offensive tackles in this business. Panay Sewell. Like, you're, you can only get these guys at the top. BT and Sal on the fan. We're talking with Brian Balding. The last one on the Jets from me, Baldy, the head coach. I mean, to me, I, look, he seems like a nice enough guy. I just The team is undisciplined. I think the defense has been overrated. There's not a modicum of any kind of hope uh, with the offense with this guy. Uh, again, nice guy, but I feel like the Jets could do a lot better with the head coach. What would you do as far as the head coach? We know the quarterback situation. What about the head coach? Well, I mean, look, if you moved on, like, you've got a good reason to move on. The record, the undisciplined, the penalties even last week against Cleveland are just atrocious. Just the what – what bothers me about Robert, honestly, like, there's different styles of coaching. But obviously, you know, Parcells and Coughlin are at the top of the list, hmm. right? Um, you know, if, if a guy did something undisciplined on the field, they never walked off the field without a stare, without, you know, being addressed right on the sideline. And what bothers me about Robert is he doesn't address that stuff. Like, maybe he does it in the locker room. Maybe he won't address a player on the field. But I want that player undressed. If he goes out and hurts the team with a, you know, a, a bad penalty or a bad play or just, a, you know, a, a blown assignment, like, I want that thing addressed right away. I don't care what the cameras catch, what the players or what the coaches or what the fans say. Like, I want that taken care of, and I don't see that from Robert, and that bothers me about him. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody with the guts. We say it all the time. Somebody with the guts to say it the way it is. Baldy, listen, he's a good guy. Everybody knows he's a man of principle. He truly is a decent, good man. But the guy that we thought we were getting, I thought I was getting some nutball who was running stairs and flexing and veins and turning red and screaming and yelling. The guy's the most docile coach I've ever seen. It's like... 
he he got the job and he changed personalities. And I don't understand why. Uh, it's not like he hasn't had an ample opportunity. I mean, they basically lead the league in penalties the last two months, so there's a chance to undress somebody whenever you want. And I'll tell you this. You said, well, maybe he's doing it behind closed doors. If he is, he's not doing it effectively because they keep making the same mistakes. Look, it's 30 years ago, but I can still see Parcells' look. When I don't care, I don't care if it was LT, who it was. Billy R jumping off sides. Like, you were getting the glare, or you were getting undressed. It wasn't going to wait. It wasn't going to wait for the next series. I just think these things have to get fixed. Otherwise, I, you know, like that, those kind of things when a head coach and you're getting the look, it, it's got to, it means something. And it, it makes you think the next time before you jump off sides. It, it just, I don't know, you hold, you hold your water, you just don't do something stupid, an unnecessary push at the end of the play, whatever it is. Like it has to get fixed right away. And, I don't know. Like I, I, I watch that over and over again, and I'm going, "What in the world are you waiting for? Like this can't. It's only going to keep going on, and it just keeps going on." There, there's, there's got to be some kind of fear, if not just respect. I know they like him, but, but there's no fear. The guys keep on doing it. BT and Sal on the fan. We're talking with Brian Boulding. I lied. Before we move on to the Giants, Boldy, one more, uh, one more for you here. Do you? What do you think of the Jets' defense? Because I've been saying I think it's overrated and compared to the expectations that were put on them coming into the season, I thought they would be one of the best defenses. I don't think that they are. What do you think in your expertise of the Jets' defense? Well, I thought they were poorly put together this year. They need fat guys. They don't have any fat guys in the middle. You know, they had Al Woods, who was 36 years old. It was a hope and a prayer that he was going to be able to make it. Like, that would help both Quincy Williams and C.J., you know, handle the run a lot better if they had some fat guys up front and they don't have any, like they're too healthy looking. Like they just have to, that part is, they're still a good, you know, they're good deep and they don't take the ball away enough. Like there's just, they force some fumbles. I just think, you know, they, they need more takeaways and they need to be more stout in the middle of that defense. Wow. That's kind of like... Suck it, BT! Boldy, I've been trying to tell him this defense is overrated for weeks. They stink. It's good. Look, it's a a good... Look, they're on the field way too much. Well, here you go. There's the context that I put there. Keep going. Don't stop now. Well, I'll finish it. Look, they're on the field way too much. They're they're doing these quick turnarounds after turnovers way too often. Yes. Uh, You know, and so the the offense isn't helping them at all. No. And you just wonder, like, like, you know, it's just a simple fact that you can't win if you don't score. And at some point, I, I played on the best – I played with the Philadelphia when they had the best defense in the league. And some days their offense was horrible. And you just – like, you felt bad for the defense. Like, they just can't shut teams out and keep them to 10 points or one, you know, single-digit scores and think you're going to win these games on Sunday. And it's true. We're talking to Brian Baldinger. Uh, insider Calls brought to you by Old Spice Gentlemen's Blend Body Wash, providing – Exfoliation plus uh, 24-7 moisturization because men have skin, too. Um, the Giants here, you know, last year, you know, fans galvanized. You know, playoffs, playoff road win, coach, GM, uh, quarterback renaissance here. Everything different this year. But they're still fighting. And they're still playing with pride. And they're still playing with purpose. Like, legitimately speaking, like, the Giants, to me, are draft away. And you probably say this about a lot of teams. But a real draft away from you know, from 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 being probably pretty good for a long time, the problem is that division. I know Philly's got some issues now, but that division's tough, man. Like, what do the Giants need to do to swim with the big boys for the next couple of years? Well, what are you going to do at quarterback? 
I mean, are you comfortable with Daniel Jones being the guy? Just for next and year, and that's it. What about you, okay, more importantly? What do you saying, think? Like, you know, two of the last three years, he hasn't finished the season. Yep. So, I, I mean, some, at some point, you know, there's an old saying, I'm not putting Daniel Jones necessarily in his company, but fat guys stay fat, dumb guys stay dumb, and injured guys stay injured. Like, that's just, like, that's just an old scouting thing that we would say. But there's some truth to that. Like, these injuries, like, he runs a lot, and... You know, he kind of gets applauded when he does, but, you know, these injuries, like, they compound themselves. So, okay, you get another year out because of the contract, all right. But, you know, one thing you have in Philly and in Dallas is you have stability at that position. And, you know, you can debate where Dak is in the pecking order or Jalen Hurts, whatever, but they have stability. They line up to play every Sunday. So, you know, that's their teams are built around their personalities, their leadership abilities, and their skills. And you can't say that about the Giants right now. And they have to get that position fixed. I do think that um, they have a lot of things going for them. Last week against the Rams, they easily could have won that game. Uh, and that's a good football team, a team that will probably win at least a playoff game. Um, and they made life tough for Matt Stafford last week. And so there's a lot of things to like about the Giants. But, you know, there was a stretch where the offense line was just a mess. They couldn't keep anybody healthy. They couldn't, they couldn't run an offense. And if they could get that fixed, I mean, you look at the giant teams that have won Super Bowls, you could always go back. I mean, I can still see Billy Art or Sean O'Hara. Like, I can see the guys that just lined up every week for him. And I'd like to get at least that kind of continuity back on the offensive lines where you could, no matter who's playing quarterback or at receiver, like you have a chance to run an offense right now. And it's been tough to do that. You know, for me with the Giants, I'm with you, Baldy. BT and Sal on the fan, we're talking with Brian Balding. It's all about the quarterback, and really it goes from there. They need more talent. It's going to take a while to get that, but I believe that they're in good hands here with Shane and Dable. You mentioned the Rams. Yeah. I want to go around the league a little bit if we can. Dude, sure. is, is there a better blocking team than the Rams? And for me, it would make them legitimate. I, I Look, I didn't think the Rams were going to be any good. I feel like most people... But you have to believe what you're seeing. They've been good. I know they struggled against the Giants, but, man, they block so well. Stafford's been playing well. They obviously have some skill position players. They're well coached. Can the Rams make a run in the NFC? Yeah, because they got a coach, a great coach, and they fixed the offensive line. Steve Avila came in second round TCU, nailed down the left guard spot. Um, Tyron Williams right now leads the National Football League in rushing yards per game, 95 yards a game, leads the league. Like He is a great back. Great. You saw it on Sunday. He's a great back. And then Stafford, you watch him. He's under center a lot. I like my quarterback under center. I like play action. I like short yardage with my quarterback under center. Um, and so they've done a lot of play action. Obviously, Puka Nakua has been just an absolute star. You saw him last week go 80. Uh, you know, and so they, they've got weapons. And then defensively, you know, they start three rookies on defense. And they're not rookies anymore. Byron Young, you watched him. Kobe Turner. Like, these guys are really turning the corner. And their abilities. So they drafted well. I think they could be a very dangerous team in the postseason. And the reason I bring them up all day, I know they're not sexy and people are probably like, well, Rams, why the hell are you talking about them? Well, rule out the NFC South. I mean, nobody there is really any good. In the North, I know the Packers are coming on and the Lions are tough, sure. East, we've seen issues with the Cowboys and the Eagles. Outside of the Niners, I feel like it's wide open. And the more I watch this Rams team, the more I believe in them. That's why I would bring them up there as being a live dog, maybe, in the NFC outside of the Niners. Well, they won six out of the last seven, and the game they lost was in Baltimore in overtime on a punt return for a touchdown. Like, they took Baltimore to the brink in Baltimore. And I haven't seen anybody, like, throw the ball against the Ravens the way the Rams did. 
And so the, to me, that was the litmus test. Uh, they, they, they play San Francisco on Sunday. Like, I don't know who's playing, who's not playing. But, you know, regardless, like, that would be a great game. In the I think the Rams can beat anybody in the NFC right now, including San Francisco. Hey, Baldy, and I know there's a lot of circumstances that go into this, but has, has yours, it might sound like a dumb question, but has your opinion changed a little, like a little modification on the ultimate greatness of Mahomes, or is that still exactly where it was three years ago, two years ago? Well, I mean, when you throw it to guys, you hope that they can catch it. You know? <laughs> Tony, so, uh, I mean, his yeah. greatness is still great. Yep. And his ability to rescue plays and see the field, I mean, none of that has waned. The arm is still magical. But, you know, you, 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 can, only, you can only, like, suffer through so many drop passes. And some of them are, like, game-changing type passes, you know. And so I think he's still great. And there's, I, I think they could morph into a power-running football team like they did Sunday against Cincinnati, and they could be dangerous because defensively and the kicking game is as good as there is. And so, but if you're just going to go out there and be, you know, throw incompletions on third downs because guys can't get open and can't catch the ball, whatever, like they're going to struggle and they're going to turn the ball over like they had for a lot of the part of the season. Yep. Yep. I just mentioned Mahomes. You mentioned Lamar earlier. He's got to be on this list. Otherwise uh, you're out of your mind. And I know you're not that out of your mind here. Top three quarterbacks this year. In your opinion, where the tape matches the stats, who are they? Well, it's it's Lamar, it, it's Purdy, hmm. and then you can you know just juggle them around. For I mean, Stafford's playing great right now. Uh, Josh Allen has just won four in a row, might be five. Tua has had great moments, but I think one and two right now it's, it's Lamar and Brock Purdy. Who do you think, Boldy, BT and Sal on the fan talk with Brian Boldinger? It is amazing. Who do you think, I said this before, if Lamar Jackson stays healthy, I can't see anybody beating the Ravens. Who do you think outside of the Ravens in the AFC has the best shot to get to a Super Bowl? Uh, I think right now you have to, just because Kansas City, because defensively they can Hmm. defend, they've got a coach that knows how to, you know, win games and how to game plan in the postseason. I think Kansas City could still be a team that you have to consider, although offensively they don't have near the firepower that we're used to seeing right now. Um, and then, look, if Miami ever gets fully healthy, if you get Waddle and Mostert and Tyreek and Achan, you get them all healthy in the postseason, I mean, they can still put up 30 or 40 on you on any given Sunday. All right, man. Listen, it's good to have you on. Just getting to know each other a little bit here. I know you will uh, yeah. we'll join us once a week through the Super Bowl early February. Good debut, Baldy. Appreciate it, buddy. We'll get you next week. I look forward to it, guys. Take care, man. Thanks, there you go. There you yep. go. Not, that was awesome. Uh, well, I tell you, what he said about Salah was interesting. That was very interesting. Well, he's, he's not going to mince any words. Huh? And he, was, he was nice about it and respectful yeah, sure. about it as well. But, like, you can argue, BT, nobody knows more football than, than Baldy. He's fantastic. Like, he's watching all the current games, all the current film. So I'm not talking about the history of the sport. I'm talking about currently. Yep. Where, you know, others maybe focus on one or two teams, us included. Like, you know, yeah. we're not breaking down film the way he is. He... He's on top of it, and there's a guy who, you know, didn't go as far as saying, yeah, they should fire Salah, but basically said if they made the change to, there'd be good reason to do so. Mm, That was Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. All right, we got a lot to react to with that. 877-337-6666. BT and Sal here on the fan. First show of 2024, so hopefully everybody had a good New Year's Eve. Happy New Year to everybody. We even touched that Knicks trade, so if you guys wanted to react to that. But a lot of Jets and Giants stuff, NFL playoffs as we wind down the season. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And that will take you up until 2. That it's Evan and Tiki coming up after us on The Fan. The Fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Call of the Day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan. Yes, that time again. It is the Call of the Day brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Rob's in Long Beach. Rob, what's happening, buddy? How are you? You can't just strip down his team, you know, like, you know, every year. I mean, it's ridiculous. We keep on starting over and over. How many times are we going to start over? Till they get it right. And at 6 and 10. I mean, you got to give the coaching staff some kind of credit. I mean, credit. what he's gone through. I mean, they're shuffling guys in and Ready. out. You know, got, I mean, come on. You got to give Rodgers. And when you say we're going to be re- reiterating what we did this year or next year, no, we're going to have Rodgers next year. Credit. It's going to be a completely different story. Rob. Yeah, right. Okay. Credit. Come on, man. Different story how Come exactly. on, guys. But you sound like the typical Jets fan. No, that well, I, well, I am. I, I guess. You know what, Sal? <laughs> uh, Rob, I appreciate the call, buddy. Happy New Year, Sal. I got Listen, when when one thing you got to do in this medium, when when you're wrong and when we're wrong, mm-hmm. we've got to own it. And you and I all the Jets apologies. The Jets, <laughs> they, I mean the, the Jets have done this the right way, our bad, our fault. We misread it. We don't know anything. They know everything. I mean, come on, give them credit. I watched Robert Sala at the podium after games and I I 
I I, I, I want to make sure I say this the right way because I don't mean it as seriously as it's going to sound because it's still sports and there's so many more important things in life, but I can't stand them. <laughs> nah, that's not serious at all. I, mean, I didn't know how to really you know position it. All, right. all due respect, yeah. I, I can't stand them. Yeah. Good guy I, and all. No, he is, but that last call, I mean, that, that caller right there called the day. Credit, I mean... Listen, I can give Dayball credit this year for keeping things together, piecing it together. They're still playing competitive ball, you know, despite being a you know, certainly top 10, maybe top 5, depending upon how things break in terms of the draft. But give the Jets credit? For what? Yeah, come on. No, stop. Come on. It's no been way. an embarrassment every which way. Come on. Uh, let's get back to you guys here. 877-337-6666. Jets, Giants, big Nick trade as well. Uh, and a very quiet offseason for the Yanks and the Mets so far. Jimmy's in Spring Lake. What's happening, James? Hey, guys. Just have a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, can an agent, if the Jets try to draft a top quarterback, can the agent do anything to prevent that or just say, go play in Canada because it's the graveyard for all the rookies coming in? There's always a way to circumvent that. I mean, obviously. For okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. Eli. That's, that's yeah, right. Eli and Phillip Rivers. It, it's happened many times. Now, those power plays are are fewer and further between. Peyton stayed in school, so he didn't have to come out to the Jets. That's right. That is true. That is an absolute true story. Um, so it's happened. I think it happens a little less. But there's so many different routes to take. All right. Uh, you know, Team X, NBA. I don't want to play it for you. Well, what are you going to do? I'm going to go to go to Europe. Yeah. Uh, or we're going to go on 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 Instagram and and get paid millions by endorsing a, a. I mean, it's not like it was where the teams had most of the leverage back in the day because the players were dying for that one big paycheck. There's yeah. a million ways to generate uh, income. I don't. I would hope though that uh, I would hope that most players don't look at the Jets and be like, I don't want to go there. I don't think they do. Like, I'm just answering this question. Yeah. I honestly don't think that they do. Right. I think, like, for years, like, the Clippers had that stigma with Donald Sterling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe a couple of years with the Jets. You go back yeah, but, to those lean years, mid-90s. It, but not, not not now. If you're a young not kid, now. but if you're a young kid that can choose whether he wants to go there or not, uh-huh. and you see the way that some of the others have been treated before you, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I know we're from here, and we want it to be... The be all end all. The reality is, if I'm from California, wherever, or the Midwest, and I'm like, I'm not. Look what they did to Zach Wilson, who's a kid with talent, and they built him up and tear him down. Like, I'm not. I don't want to go there and deal with that bullcrap. I hear you. I hear you. I think it's a little. Well, I just say, I think it's a little tougher in football. Maybe not. To dictate where you want to go. Yeah, like because really, where are you going to go? That's going to make that kind of money. Where can you go? You're not going to up to Canada? Well, no, he's going to say that I'm not playing the same way that Eli did it. No, no, I know. I know. Eli was so unique, though, because his dad was a major player in the NFL. You know, Eli, the Manning name. It's, it, ah. He didn't want to go to San Diego. I know. I don't blame him. I mean, I mean well, why not? Why I mean, would well, you want to go to San Diego? They're cheating this. You know, the yeah. offset. Like, historically, they've been a mess. But it just being in San Diego is beautiful. And he made the right call, obviously. He did. For he everybody. Did. Yeah. How about uh, Omar Brooklyn? Ooh, with baby. BT and Sal. What up, Bo? How are you? Good, good afternoon. Happy, happy like... New Year, Omar. Yeah, baby. Or happy New Year. Happy New Year. First, one thing before I go to my mix. First, I want to say, Chicago Bears with Justin Fields is going to make a big-time mistake. I think after Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, he is the douche. He is showing up every <laughs> week. He's the what? He has improved tremendously. <laughs> <The douche? laughs> yeah, douche. Like a, a bully. A bully. Oh. 
He, he and his throwing habits have become so good. He's throwing so good. He has improved tremendously. He's looking if good. If they let him go, if they let him go, that's a mistake. And whoever gets it, and I'm hearing New England Patriots are very into it. A New England Patriots get him. They already have a very good defense, and then they get Harrison as a right, wide Listen, Omar, do me a favor, dude. Don't empty the holster because you're a yeah. massive Knicks guy. Yeah, we gotta get let's to the Let's go, Knicks. buddy. Come on, let's, let's go. Let's go. Uh, Ananobi trade is a masterpiece. A blockbuster trade. That's what I wanted for the last one and a half years. I've been gunning this guy to come here. He is that I love RJ Barrett. I love him on quickly. Knicks were not paying him hundred million. He's not worth hundred million dollars. He cannot dribble. He's not a backup point guard, uh, starting point guard. He wants to start. RJ Barrett has regressed. He has not improved. I love RJ Barrett. I wanted him to stay, but he has not showed improved. Uh, even he has a great playoffs, and everybody RJ Barrett fan. Listen, he wants. He loves it in Canada. Yeah. He will have a good career. Ananobi is a first piece in Adelaide. Now, let me tell you, uh, whatever the Knicks fans want to, about Donovan Mitchell, I'm sorry. I don't want no part of Donovan Mitchell. I read somewhere that's not going to happen now. I forget. I saw, this I saw on that too. Yeah, that basically the centerpiece for um, Donovan Mitchell would have been R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly. So that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I saw that too. I, listen, it seems like it's going to be DeJounte uh, Murray from the Hawks. Yeah, but aren't you worried about the agent nonsense with that? Yeah, I also read an article over the weekend that uh, somewhere in the post, I don't know who had it. Um, otherwise, I'd give credit. But it was a good piece about how they've got to repair that relationship. With you know Clutch and, and Rose, mm, that wasn't and was the Garden. It, it wasn't Vac. We probably remember. I don't think it was Vaccaro. Yeah, somebody did have a was good piece Bondi? on it. I read the same thing. Oh yeah, it is Bondi. Well, it was Bondi I was good, right because Bondi switched over to the post. Yes. He's been on top of this. Yeah, Bondi and Rappaport, or the, uh, not Rappaport, Begley, Bo- uh, Ian Begley. Ian Begley. Uh, yeah, I like you. That's why. Yeah, Bondi and Begley are the two guys that I follow most with the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And you're right. He had that piece, dude. This is like yeah, uh, like it can't happen. The Knicks need uh, Clutch. Which is Rich Paul, which represents Murray, are willing to have an open sit down or a meeting to discuss things with the Knicks. Otherwise, they're going to prevent their clients from going there. Unless their there. client really wants to go there, then they would acquiesce. Well, right, but but, but it's, so, it's an impediment you don't need. Yeah, exactly. I hear well, what's the issue here? I don't know. I think the Knicks they, do favor CAA clients because of Rose or whatever it was. The like you, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You're eliminating for no reason. Yeah, and I could see if Paul were being a jerk about it. Yeah, but he's not. He's like, no, I just want to sit down and have an open discussion. He's been classy about it. So yeah, why but, wouldn't Rose do that? I think he will. I'm not saying that he wouldn't. Okay, I'm, uh, but just, I would just that, that they need to. Not the that fact he that wouldn't. that's even even. Like, yeah. a story is is worrisome to me. Uh, let's face it. The Knicks aren't very far away from trotting out a starting five that is is phenomenal. I mean, if they get Murray, you're talking about Brunson, Murray, Randall, Adanobi. Yeah, and Mitch. And Hartenstein. Yeah, you know, I, I, I know. know. You know. That's, so you worry about the bench, but that's why I said legit. That's why, you know, again, who knows what it would take to get Murray. And maybe in the, in the meantime, Quentin Grimes can turn into – you know, an up-and-coming two-guard. Yeah. That's the hope for now. Yeah. They need a veteran point guard. I still haven't I, given up on Grimes. Uh, close. That's what I'm saying. I think Me he neither. could be good. No, I like Grimes. He, he had times, though. shots. Dude, he's a bricklayer at times, You got to get him God. the ball. He's got, and he no. gets yanked after one missed shot. He shoots line drives. Let him play. He's, bricks. No, he's I know. a shooter, well, man. we're going to see. He could defend. He's scrappy. He's a shooter. Yeah. He is a shooter. He's not a great shooter. He is a shooter. We need to see him develop. And I think he's got the potential yep. to develop. Either way, they need either him 
or another two guard that actually is developed. Then I want a backup point guard, and you know they could fall off the bench however the, the way that they want. There I think they could be Cooking. a championship team. Cooking. Legit championship team. <laughs> you don't think so? Uh, well, now they've got a guy. Brunson, Ananobi, Randall, plus we're talking about legit two guard. Here's the thing, you know, and you just don't know until we get back which Randall's showing up. If, well, if Randall need... can finally play in the playoffs. Yeah, but he was hurt last year. Yeah, but the same thing with the, he does it every year. No, I no, no. The first year, the first year, it was all him. It was all the year that they made the four seed. I know. Nerlens Noel and those guys. Yeah, they, they had nobody. Double team. RJ I got you on Bullock, that. Okay. Like, it was all Randall. Second year disaster. They didn't even make the postseason. Okay. Randall was bad. Last year, he was hurt. He had have surgery. I know. He it just was had disappointing. So many but, bad by the way, quickly days. sucked in the postseason yes, last year. Yes, he did. Yes, and that was did. a big reason why the Knicks didn't go further or at least beat Miami. Yep. And RJ finally you know, played well in the postseason. So, all right, eliminate those inconsistencies. You're right. They're banking on Randall being what he's been two out of, or now three out of the four last regular seasons. He's got to do it once in the postseason. I saw one of your tweets, and it's something I've said for a long time. It's unpopular, but Randall's better than Carmelo. Oh, it's God, it. not even close. I mean, he's just you know better. What, let me tell you what made me say that. I know we get a break real quick. You know what made me say that? I was watching that game yesterday, not, and he was great offensively. Then about Randall? 39. Yeah. No, no, defense. Early on, in a game on January 1st, Yep. He's playing his ass off on the defensive end in the first quarter of the game. Yeah. Melo just didn't have that in him. He no, didn't no, do it. He didn't. So the fact that Randall has the want to and the desire to be great, he didn't just rest on his talent. Mm-hmm. He wants to win a championship. I think Melo did, but he didn't put the work in. Yep. Randall gives a crap and uh. puts the effort in specifically defensively. And, and obviously other reasons, but that's what made me tweet that, and that's what made me say he is better than Carmelo. I felt like like Carmelo, I know he loved the game inherently. I, I know that, right? And, and one of the best scorers of all time, natural. But I always felt like he was chasing a clout that, almost was more than the passion for the game. I feel like Randall is 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 more in tune with doing his work in obscurity right. and coming and playing hard. Dude, you less about the nonsense. Melo had all the talent in the world. I do not think he was a I don't think he maximized his talent. I don't either. And that's I, I a agree with that so. And I do think Randall is maximizing his ability. And it's getting better. Yeah, right, exactly. Call us, 877-337-6660. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
Six, powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. All right, it is uh, one forty-five. Back on the fan, BT and Sal, Brandon, Tierney, Sal, Lakata Show. Let's get back to you. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty-six sixty-six. By the way, Zevin still have his beard? Have you seen him off? Man. Is he still rocking that thing? The, the, that, the, was a, that was a mistake. Alonzo's not signing anytime soon. I mean, does he still have it, I'm asking? I know he, he's not he signing. He definitely does. Now, he, he, I think there's rules and regulations. I believe he's allowed to trim up his neck, but the the top of it, it's got to stay. Really? Did you shave? How many times did you shave on vacation? Uh, last night. Yeah. Well, no, I, have not sh- I, didn't, I haven't shaved the beard since December 22nd. And but last night was the first time you cleaned it up. Uh, I actually went to a barber. Uh, I, oh. I, I had him kind of straighten things out a little okay. bit, and that's you know usually uh, you know, <laughs> no need to waste money sitting in a barber's chair when you when you're bald as a bowling ball. <laughs> but I'm like, I had to treat myself for 15 bucks. Uh, made me look good yeah. there, buddy. There you go. Yeah, it felt good. I shaved the dome last night. Even that, I was a little lax on. Yeah, I'm pretty much every other day. But this couple of days, I let it slide into the third and fourth day. It was nice not not to care. For a little bit. <laughs> yeah, true. Not care about what you eat. Not yeah. care about oh, what time God. you get up. Not care about what time you go to bed. It not did... care about what you look like. Exactly. Yeah, nice. There was a point there where I was like, okay, I need to go back to work. No, I'm a structured person. I lose my mind when, yeah. I'm, when I have no structure for you know, too my, long. Uh, you know, uh, why? You what? what? Oh, she annoying you already? You... <laughs> two days in? How many days in was she annoying you? No, I mean, it's just, uh, it wasn't, it's, you know, can you help out and change it? I was like, look, I got a, a one diaper a day max. You didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, for the number two. You didn't say that. I did say that. I don't believe you. I did say I that. I believe most of the things oh, you I said. Did say I don't, you said that. She said, can you change your diaper? I said, is it number one or number two? She's like, why? What's the difference? I said, I have a two, a, a one-day max, a, a one-diaper uh, change max on number two. You should have flung it right at your shiny head. That's yeah, what you should have It done. didn't go over well. And I was like, no, I'm just just kidding, honey. I'll, I'll take care of that diaper. Yeah. Oh. Uh, get me back to work. Yeah, sometimes coming back to work ain't the worst <laughs> thing in the world. All right, let's get back to you, especially when we get to come back to you, the awesome listeners and, and fans of all these teams, for the most part, most of them stink. Mike is in Tomlinson, Connecticut. Mike, what's happening, buddy? How are you? Hey, I'm real good, guys. Nice talking with you. Okay. Um, when's the last time the Jets had an offensive line? The last I time they were good. when Mango was a center. Yes. Right. Yeah. He was like having another coach on the field telling the guys, here's what you got to do. Maybe we need someone like that in the draft. Well, that's what they're going to try to do. And especially if you hear you know, the stuff or believe the stuff that you hear about the quality of linemen that are going to be available. The, it's no secret. I mean, the Jets are going to take the best linemen available. I would assume being that they're doubling down with Rodgers. doesn't mean it's the right move, but being that they're doubling down with Rodgers, BT, yep. I have to believe that they're going to take the best linemen available. I mean, you might be right. I don't believe that they're predisposed to that now. Because if they are, I think it's just, it's it's they're even dumber than I thought. Well, if you don't take a quarterback and you don't take a lineman, what are you doing? They can't take a defensive player. I don't care what the I don't care who the best player on the board is, you cannot take a defensive player. No, no, I agree. They didn't need Will McDonald. Okay, well, all right. So they need him last and year then when my, they got uh, trumped by Belichick with the trade and the offensive lineman. They got usurped there and didn't really know what to do. My other question would then be let's say that it is a lineman. Yep. Do you trust Joe Douglas to pick the right one? You know, the truth of the matter is I do, I think more than most. Because Beckton's tape before his injuries his first year was before he got hurt, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, his tape was amazing. Vera Tucker has that bad luck. His tape is really good. I'm not knocking Vera Tucker. multiple spots, by the Becton way. Becton would be the one that I have a problem with. And it's not just about 
the injuries. It's also about the work ethic, the person yeah, he is. Yeah, 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 that's part the, of it. I'm not saying he's a bad person. I'm saying that he he doesn't seem to either A, get it, or B, care to get it, or care to put in the work. Yeah, he, I he mean. Get, he get paid, and then that's it. I want somebody that's got the motor. Yeah, me that's too. That's got the desire. I well, want a Zach Martin that's here for 15 years yeah. and is a whole famer. Be nice. Giants could have had Got him. one of those guys? Yeah. One. Well, you had. Uh, I mean, Mangle and Brick. Right? I, I was. I, mean, I was thought yeah. Mangle was better than Brick. I, Brick was good, but still, the two of them good. together is Real what good. made those teams what they were. Yeah, that was a huge part of it. They just plug in a rookie. You know, Sanchez could play, but they could run the full. Sean ball. Green, Ladanian Tomlinson. Um, I'm gonna forget the dude uh, jacked from the Bears. Oh my God, jeez, Tiki's Forte? buddy from. Uh, no, no, Tiki's buddy from Virginia. Um, oh talking? God, what position? Running back. You're not talking about Matt Forte. No, no, I'm talking about uh, before that. Thomas Jones. Oh, Thomas Jones. Like oh, they from just Virginia, had these, right, right, These right, plug-and-play right. guys, right. and when oh, you have it all line, you, right. he was yoked. Yeah. Still is. It makes everything easy. So, yeah, they've got a they, they got their work cut out for it. That's all there is to it. There, there's no easy answers. Adam Staten Island, what's happening, Adam? Hey, guys, what's going on? Uh, so I love I love this Nick trade. Uh, we have, you know, had a soft spot to Barrett. He was not going to help us win anything. I think there's a ton of quicklies out there. You just got a guy who can shoot off the bench, ultimately. Do we go after this guy, Murray? I don't care how many draft picks we give up. We've shown year after year that we can't draft at all. I mean, I think I didn't think I'd get over the passing on Mitchell. Now I have to deal with the Halliburton for, the, for I don't know how many years. We should have taken him. Mm. But the question is, if we get Murray, I mean – we have four guys who would probably be the second or third best player on any championship team. Can you win a championship with four guys who would be the second best player on the team, as opposed to like Milwaukee, who has a, a bona fide superstar or Embiid? Adam, I think it depends. On- Adam, I think it depends on the drop off. All right, like the you know b- between the four and then the next three, four guys in the rotation and coaching, and you know that's one of the issues here. Listen, I like Tom Thibodeau. I like him a lot. He's restored credibility. You've got to give him credit. Year one, it just came, like Buck, like Buck. You know, year one for Buck, he came in and you played defense, you protected the ball, you won ugly. And one thing about the NBA, like if you commit to culture, and <clears throat> excuse me, because there's 82 games and half the time there's load management and guys aren't really interested in playing. It's not like the NFL. You get a seven year deal, or you get a five or six year deal. You're not going to get cut. You're getting every penny. You might get traded, but you're getting every penny. So guys don't play that hard every night. In the NBA, if you play hard every night, you're going to be a playoff team. And what I like about this current Right. And what I like about this current regime is they're finding the guys who want to play. Yes. They're getting high I don't even want to say high character, that's the wrong way to put it, but guys that play with passion. Guys that care about what they do, guys that want to win. Not saying that quickly or RJ didn't. But bringing in players, Ananobi wants to win. Randall, a winner. Brunson, winner. These yep. guys, Hart. they're, they're Hart. not just yeah, Hart. They're, they're not just going and, and others too. But they're not just going out there with the talent that makes them a superstar and expect to win. They're putting in the work. They're not the most talented, no. but they're maximizing their potential and ability. That's what I love about it. And it's not a coincidence that Rose and Thibodeau are working together, finding those guys and bringing those guys in. It's they're working in concert, which is a good thing. But I, I do wonder if it's 
And I love the OG trade, just in case you missed that. Love it. Love it. Barrett was never going to be what we needed him to be. If you think so, I don't know what to tell you. Just He's a shooting guard. He can't shoot. And he's not an elite athlete. So uh, I love the kid, but I, I, I love the trade, right? At IQ, they weren't giving him 25, 30 million bucks this summer anyway. So is what it is. Knicks win the trade. And I think the Raptors did well, too. Knicks did what they had to do. But, but I almost worry that they're catering almost too much to Tom Thibodeau. Like, mm. hey. It's not Pat Riley, man. Yeah, it's but not Eric I, Spolstra. Yeah, but I trust him. I, I trust Rose or th- both. Tom Tibbs. Both Tib- well, Tibbs more so than like, he's had success. He has experience. Like, like, who do you trust? You don't think that he knows how to put together a winning team? There's not, you know, it's not like really it's David Fisdale or, no, 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 I got you. you know, or what's his Darren name? Fisher yeah, Derek Fisher. Or Jeff Hornacek. Yeah, right. No, I, I got it. Even the year one with Larry, the one year with Larry was a complete he, disaster. He Larry is a, Brown. you know, a Van Gundy disciple yeah. who's a Riley disciple. Though if there's ever going to be a guy to believe in, it's him. I believe in him, but I believe in I believe in him with with a boundary. Like I don't believe in him blindly. Eric Spolster. Now Eric might very well be truthfully the best coach in the NBA. So it's not a crime that you got outclassed in the playoffs last year, which Tom Thibodeau did. But he also had Riley. I, I no, no 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 I got you. But I'm saying like when they play that that series. Uh-huh. Supposed to ran circles around Tom Thibodeau. I, I get he just it. did. But I'm saying Riley, the executive there, you you can have like do you trust Tibbs or Leon Rose more? Um You know Because if I ask you who do you trust more, Riley or Spolstra, which one would you say? I at this point I trust them equally. I but, think Spolstra's Riley I get Spolstra's what you're saying. a whole famer. Uh, agreed, but Riley basically yeah, drafted yeah. and developed him for lack yeah, of a yeah, yeah. I got and, you. and built the whole thing. But you, how can you not trust Riley's pedigree, right? I do. Okay, so the Knicks don't have that, and I like everything Rose has done. Yeah. But if you're asking me which one I pick, same thing with with the Mets when they had Bach, like Epler or Bach. I'm going with Bach. Okay, but I can and, make, and here yep. I'm going with Tibbs. I'm not totally disagreeing, but I could push back and say my answer would be Leon Rose because I can make a case. I, I I can make a fairly easy case that it's it. It, the hardest thing in sports is to eradicate a losing culture. We, I, I, honestly, it's the toughest thing. Think about the Nick, the Currys, the Francis's, the Marberries. Oh, like for God. twenty years, we're draped in this this death trap of darkness with basketball. Now, Thibodeau obviously instilled pride and and got guys to play defense and buy in, and that changed the product. But Leon Rose got those type of players, so. I could, in a in a backwards way, make the case that Leon Rose has been more important to the Knicks. He stabilized the finances. He accrued, at this point, he's got at least four, I think a fifth first-round pick. I think it's close. I think it's closer than you're making it out to be. But you also want to have those guys working together. And I think this is the perfect balance here where in prior regimes it felt like you know, the the hierarchy was hiring the head coach, but putting the team together and saying, here, work with this. I do agree with that. Now it I feels like they're a team yeah. with Rose and Tibbs. And Tibbs will say what he wants, what he's looking for. Rose will agree or or vice versa. Rose will say, this is what I think. You know, uh, to me, it'd be foolish, BT, to not listen to the head coach who's watching this team. They're practicing every day together to say, here, we're we're missing this. Yes. And then for the GM or president or whatever to go out there and get that. I just, I, yes, but there's a limit on, and again, I love Tibbs. I almost hate to end the show this way. He's going to be construed as a negative. Do I listen to everything that a 62-year-old head coach tells me who's never won a championship? Oh, listen, I've got to delineate to, yeah, what to, to, a done? little bit. He's been an agent. But he's in terms of running the Knicks, he brought them out of a darkness that was almost—it uh, was a miracle. <laughs> Tough. Yeah.
I'll tell you one thing. Been imagine, disappointed, which I love. Imagine if Ewing had uh, Brunson. Just imagine he had Jalen Brunson on, dancing up top. And Starks. Can't take Starks off the team. No, that's right. I know it's your boy. Oh, I love great. John, too. Yeah. I love you. I know. Ken Mace, rest in peace. And <laughs> yeah. maybe we'll move Charles Smith out of the equation. I like Charles, too. But maybe we push him aside a little bit. <laughs> All right, Sally boy. Have fun tonight. Did you find out what's on the rundown yet for baseball? No, Lightning? I got to do that now. Yeah, the Mono. Yeah, he will be, believe me. He will be. All right, guys. Have an awesome Tuesday. We got Evan and Tiki coming up next. We will see you tomorrow at 10 on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.